the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Irreverent, over the top, and smart as a whip. This is the Rob Black Show. The number one question I get these days, it's not even close. Probably the number one question I get most of the time. But it's, should I buy stocks now? Let's talk about it. First and foremost, I've been buying stocks for 25 years, every two weeks in my 401k. And I think that's how most people should buy stocks. Let's kind of assume a broader scope on this is I have cash. Should I invest now? Again, let's talk about it. Stock market investors have been seeing red for all of 2022, right? Okay, maybe there's been a month, but it's been not pretty as far as the year goes. All because the CPI index um, showed inflation, basically higher than we thought all year long. It really wasn't until July and August that we started seeing sideways-ish kind of numbers or slightly down-ish kind of numbers versus peak numbers. People think we've hit peak inflation. This has led the stock market to plunge. To its worst one-day loss since June 2020 last week when we saw um, a big CPI print that basically confirmed the Fed's going to raise interest rates 75 basis points. So we need a day we have a big plunge. And I think we've had two really big ones in 2022 through the month of August. Anytime there's a really big one, people panic. But what I really want to see is what's it's called the panic index, the VIX, the VIX. And you can go Google it. Or you can punch it into Yahoo Finance. You'll see what I'm talking about. You want a reading above 40 because that shows a lot of panic. Nearly all major indices and many stock, individual stocks are suffering double-digit year-to-date losses, leaving many hesitant to put new money to work. And yet, that's when you want to put new money to work. Most amount of money I've ever made are in down markets. Not because I picked this great stock up at a cheap price but because I continue to invest every two weeks, no matter what, in the ups and downs. But it's the downs where you get more for your money. 50%, uh, 56% of U.S. investors said that they are not making decisions right now due to the volatility. They feel they don't know which direction to go. And that's normal and that's healthy. Just embrace it instead of be fearful of it. I like index funds that track the overall stock market or the S&P 500 for individuals who want to pick stocks. Um, I recommend dollar cost averaging into index funds for most people. The phrase that pays on Wall Street is time in the market versus timing the market. Focus on what you can control. Stock market will have its good days and its bad days, of course. The only thing in your control is your financial goals and the strategy which you're going to get there. So again, if you have time, you want to be buying low. In my opinion, even if you have cash coming in, 
or just every two weeks with your 401k. Now, if your short-term goal is not retirement or at least five years, and let's say your short-term goal is money for a house, uh, yeah, you may that may be a, a bad idea to invest in the short term. But the 401k or the IRA, I really like those long-term opportunities for investors like you to say time in the market, not timing the market. I don't usually do this, but let's hit a couple um, online brokerages that I like that you can be in the market. When I am talking online brokerages, I'm saying, I'm telling you, like, um, I don't think they're all created equal. First and foremost, I really, really like access to low cost vehicles, access to low cost investment opportunities like 401ks or Roth IRAs or IRAs. If you're spending $2 to invest a hundred, that's too much. I want to see things down 1%, not 2%. I want to see things below 1% if you're doing it in 401k. So the, the, the firms that I really like working with, and if I should, I should say 401k or IRA as well, because I know not every one of you works for a corporate company. Some of you are self-funding your retirement with being an entrepreneur or being a independent contractor, you have to invest for yourself. Your company's not going to do that for you. So if you need to choose a company to work with and you can go, hey, I'm an independent contractor or hey, I've got some extra money and I just got married and uh, I want to put that wedding money into a savings account. A good investment brokerage account is what I want you to do if you have time. So you can take advantage of timing the market by investing every two weeks, not not like, oh, what am I going to do in 2021? What am I going to do in 2023? What if the market is up 5%? Am I doubling? Like, I, I'd rather your plan be every two weeks. Charles Schwab, I think, is a great online brokerage with easy tools, great paperwork. They also have a robo-advisor. You have what are called Schwab Intelligent Portfolios and Schwab Intelligent Portfolios Premium. There's a lot of options there, a lot of good educational resources for helping you plan retirement. Now, again, not as good as a CFP. It's just, it can't be all that comprehensive. And you live in different states, you got to figure out different tax rates. But the fees are generally pretty cheap at Schwab, at Vanguard, at Fidelity. Um, I'm okay with Betterment or Wealthfront if you really want to be kind of a more of a millennial. Betterment has smaller account sizes. They've got some access to some digital investing tools, up to one free year of management services with a quality deposit of 40, within 45 days of opening an account. They get some cute little things. Of course, they have a robo-advisor. Betterment's pretty famous for their robo-advisor. Um, they help with 401ks. They help with retirement traditional like a lot of these companies have some really nice digital assets when you go to their website now again fidelity has some real branches betterment i don't know if they do <laughs> i don't think i've seen one as far as a branch goes um, so that's important to you it's something you should consider i think fidelity is the king of uh options as is vanguard if i had to choose one like if I were to send my kid to say one company, 
and he doesn't want to do individual stocks, it's in, I'd send him to Vanguard. I think they've got the greatest options. Fidelity's pretty damn close. And I really, really love the paperwork. Fidelity has $0 for stocks, ETFs, options, and some mutual funds. So no costs. Some ETFs don't have expense ratios, which is amazing. There's a mobile app that's easy to use with Fidelity. I think that's probably important in this day and age, right? There's no Forex trading. So if that's going to be your thing, you know, it's the only thing that's really, really worked well in 2022 and it's going to continue to work well until the Fed raises interest rates. It's the dollar until the, I'm sorry, until the Fed stops raising interest rates. Get the cobwebs out of your head, Rob Black. I know, right? So all of those firms are pretty good firms. And again, I'll repeat them. Charles Schwab, Vanguard, Fidelity. If you like um, being on the younger side, I think Betterment and Wealthfront are lovely. And then after that, like I use an Acorns account and I've got it at some, to some serious ching. Like I got a pretty big oak tree coming. Acorns snap that it's a brokerage account. I think it's on top of an account at Fidelity, Vanguard, Betterment, Wealthfront, Schwab. Acorns is an account that rounds up your money. So, but you could also set it up to every Friday, take out an extra hundred dollars to invest it for you. But the roundup works like this. If you have a credit card, you link it to um, acorns.com or the acorns app. You can get it at the app store. And then let's say you go out and get a slice of pizza for three seventy five. It takes that 75 and it adds 25 cents to it. So you're, you're going to see your charge is $4, but it invests that 25 cents for you. I love that kind of investing stuff that you can hardly feel leave your pocket. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Check it out today. A straightforward approach to managing your money. The Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. The podcast you can find anywhere you get podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify. Search for Rob Black Show or Rob Black and Your Money, you'll find me. You can also find me through my website, robblackshow.com. It's also all my social media channels, Rob Black Show. How much money do you need in retirement in order to spend the rest of your life income worry-free? Now, I've been building a position, stocks that pay dividends, for the last 25 years. That's on side of my 401k. My 401k to me is going to be part of my retirement. My 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 social security is going to be a part of retirement. And then I have to replace the rest of it with what I refer to as an income generating plan. And you can buy Coca-Cola and they'll pay you 2.2%. So every $100 you buy of Coca-Cola stock, you get $2.20 a year. But Coke's not going to come out with a faster internet version. They're not going to suddenly be pulling water from clouds in a sensitive, silky kind of way that makes the product better. There's nothing like that on the horizon. They typically buy shelf space. So if an orange juice company's selling a lot of orange juice, Rush Limbaugh is going, told up, told up, oranges are good for you. And everyone's buying oranges, boom, they'll buy an orange juice company. If you know uh, energy drinks are selling the rage with kids 18 to 25 and kids 18 to 25 are like, I don't like Coke. My parents like Coke. I like Red Bull. Red, you have Red Bull? I like Red Bull. 
As soon as energy drink, Red Bull comes, Pepsi grabs them or Coca-Cola buys them. Then Monster comes, the other one buys it. They're buying shelf space. They're buying hot product, right? So that's why I own a Coca-Cola because either them or Pepsi are going to die. I think Pepsi's a little bit growier. I think Coca-Cola is a little bit more heroic, um, stable, night-like. Um, unless you're talking about the knights that are in Game of Thrones and House of Dragons, then it's like a totally different game. Um, so I like dividends, and they're part of my retirement strategy. How much do I need to save for retirement to spend the rest of my life income worry-free? Income instantly goes to dividends for me. Let's see where I go with this. One particular way to achieve your retirement goals, for sure. Uh, different people have come up with different methods. Some of them are referred to you know, as some tactics that you can get, get into. Uh, a lot of different rules. Simply save 20% of your income and you'll be fine. Keeping it simple allows you to enjoy the other 80% of your income stress-free while you're young. If you can live off 85% of your salary or 80% of your salary, now keep in mind, I do 85, but then also I do things like Acorns, which takes some of my money from my savings accounts. I do credit card points. I turn those into investments. So when I get like 2% back, I don't take it as 2% back to me. I say, okay, give me the money back, put it in my bank account. I'm going to write the same exact check now to my brokerage account. So if I'm saving 4% on my Verizon card with gasoline, I'm saving 2% on my Citibank card. I don't use those points. I use those dollars. Now, the ones that I use points for are the, the flying and the hotels, which is interesting because they're like, if you use our portal, you get one and a half times as many points. Um, doesn't usually, when you go to redeem your points, you typically have a pretty big letdown. Just so you know, I have cash and I have points for travel. A 2021 study from Vanguard indicates the average balance in a 401k is about $130,000. The median amount right now is just $33,000. That means that there are some people with a lot of money in their retirement, which risks greatly start to rise for the national average. Generation X workers who are now in their 40s and 50s, but have little in the ways of savings. 47% of my fellow Generation Xers um, don't even have a bank, don't even have a retirement account. 47%. So one rule that I wanted to get to for general rules, rules of thumb, um, how much do I need? It's going to be 25 times your income. So if you make $100,000, you're looking at $2.5 million, right? And you can figure it all out. I'm going to let you do the math. Um, there's that old-fashioned, well, you're going to take 4% of whatever's your nest egg and live off that. I, I think that's too complicated. I say 10 times if you want to, 10 times your income if you want to retire in Missouri or Tonga. 25 times if you want to be safe. If you can establish a 20% savings rate, if you can get into that habit, you don't even notice the money when it's gone. I, I promise you I've been saving 15% of my 401k every year for the last 25 years. There was a one and a half year period where it wasn't activated and I thought it was. I was so busy trying to help you guys that I hurt myself. I'm not blaming you. Okay, maybe I'm blaming you a little bit. Maybe I'm that kind of passive aggressive. Okay, I probably am. 
and you learn to say 80% of my money is enough, because keep in mind, you know, 25% of your money is probably going to go into housing. So I've just lowered you down to living off 55%. Ooh, now, now I'm starting to hurt you, aren't I? Let's say your tax bracket is 20%. So I've taken your 80 down to 35% left over on just two categories. How about my car, Rob? How about my car? That's why I recommend used cars. So that is a financial planner. If you think you're going to stump them, a man walks into a bar and asks a financial planner, how much do I need to save for retirement? If he kicks out the answer, 20% of your income while you're working, I love that man because that's going to equal about 25% of your income when you retire. And again, it's going to keep you in a similar world of the way you spend. You can talk to a CFP at EP Wealth. Some of them are going to say, oh, your first five years in retirement, you're going to do all these things. You're going to, you know, you think you're going to be around the house saving money, but you're going to go see the grandkids and you're going to go on the trip with your honey that you want to go back to Paris and rekindle your marriage. And the first five years tend to be more expensive than you think. And it tends to be pretty go, 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 go. And then it settles down into my back hurts. I can't go to the Paris Louvre. Those French people don't understand back problems. <laughs> Their beds are too lumpy. Yeah, I'm a little passive aggressive, aren't I? <laughs> I'm starting to learn that about myself. Oh, this show is such, it's so cathartic for me. So can you live off the 80%? I automatically save. This year, I'm going to save a good 20%. And I'm living off my 80% of my income. And my spouse is going to look at me and she's like, are you worried about the stock market? Are you worried about your cash flow? Are you worried about being fired? I'm like, nope, because I'm saving 20%. So last night when I spent a little too much at a concert, actually last night was pretty cheap. Um, but that's because I got StubHub tickets the day of a concert because it didn't look like it was selling out and it wasn't. Prices went down, 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 down. But it would have been a $500 ticket in a sold-out arena was 40 bucks. That's not bad, right? Oh, but the parking's $100. Um, don't get me started on that. Okay, so back to how much do you need to last for the rest of your life. Again, income, you're going to say some of it's Social Security. Go to ssa.gov. You'll see how much you're going to get. Then take your income, times it by 20, 25, if you will. And you're going to start, and again, you probably want to be at four to 10 times your income saved in your 30s. Like that, you could start setting some benchmarks there. I say between one and three times when you turn 30. So if you're making $100,000, I want to see somewhere between 100 and 300,000. So I could see that you're at least making some, tra- you know, some movement. I know you're saying that's harsh, Rob. And again, I'm using, let's say you're making 50,000 at age 30. I'm only asking you to get 50 to 150 in. But that's going to scale with stock market results to equal a similar income to what you have right now. And I'll be honest with you, when you go to ssa.gov and see how much social security you got coming, take a look at how much you made in 1993 and you're going to go, oh, that wasn't a very good year for me. And you're going to say like, oh, but I, five years later, I doubled my, my income. And then for the next 10 years, I didn't do anything. And the next 10 years, I doubled it again. And you're like, back when I was a young man, I made a very small amount of money and I saved 10, 15, 20%. I was a good boy. Um, and you can see how when you're doing it, when you're wealthier, it, it just, it throws more money in the kitty. And those earlier years have been growing tax-free, hopefully. 
hopefully you're not doing a lot of trading and taking a lot of losses. Capital gains have been deferred if it's in a qualified retirement account. So that's the number one question I get. And the answer is 20% of your income. And if you can squirrel away a little bit more, that's good. But 20% of your income will equal about 25 times your income when you retire, if not more. We're not saving enough for retirement. We're looking for, well, what if I take 4% out? Just start doing some math and put it in front of you on paper if you can. I do think that's one area where the internet has lost a lot of its edginess for me is I still like the New York Times print edition much, much more so than I like the online edition. Here's a funny story. Um, back when I first got into the business, I knew I was going to be smarter than you. And I, did, I knew I was going to deal with investment research. I knew I was going to deal with just the time I was born with technology. But also, I started every day with the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times business section. And every week, I would save the Wall Street Journal business section and the New York Times business section. And I, the day I'm reading it, I would circle in black things that I thought were going to be interesting. And then on Saturday, I would go back and read my notes and see if what I thought was going to be interesting was interesting. Um, it's just like double research. Newspapers go on top of research reports, goes on top of instinct. It goes on top of experience. What do you bring to the table? I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. The Rob Black Show is brought to you by EP Wealth. Learn more about EP's unique approach to managing wealth at robblackshow.com. All that is gold glitters. Yeah. I've never been a fan of jewelry and or precious metals of any way, shape, or form. Gold and diamonds are silly to me. Um, but I'm digressing. Why are gold and jewelry silly to me? Just yeah, you could get a diamond necklace that was on the Titanic and call it an investment, but isn't it easier to buy stocks and bonds and real estate? And that's when you get into the questions on should you own gold or should you own Bitcoin? Where is diversity that's okay with Rob Black? Where's diversity that's okay with you? I am not trying to be your Buddha or guru. I'm here as a second opinion. When Russian tanks rolled into the Ukraine on February 24th, the world became geopolitically uncertain. There was a rush to safe haven investments like gold. The price surged from 1900 an ounce to 2057 an ounce. Since then, gold prices have reversed and they really haven't really been what they're supposed to be. It's like, aren't you supposed to be marching higher? It hasn't worked that way. As Russians marched towards Kharkiv, the shiny metal fell to a new two year low. Recently, as the wars dragged on, you would imagine it would be holding a little bit more value, like having a birthday party. And no one shows up. It's like, hey, I'm gold. I'm good. I, I'm here to protect you. And no one really cares. Spot gold prices uh, last week were 1,654 ounce. Two-year low, it's 19% off its peak. You can say it's in a bear market. But isn't gold supposed to be higher in inflation markets? Isn't inf- gold supposed to be higher when there's geopolitical uncertainty? We've heard Biden recently start you know, telling you know, Putin better not go nuclear. He better not go nuclear. I'd need to take a nap, but he better not go nuclear. He is a pretty sleepy looking president. And you got to admit, he did a 60 minutes interview that um, 
I'm surprised he stayed awake for the whole thing. So gold's record as a store of value in prolonged periods of high inflation, some people say that's the reason to hold it. Um, I don't like gold for the average investor. Now, here's where I'm like almost starting to split hairs. I'm like, I could make a case of gold if you really want to say, I'm going to put 2% of all my money every two weeks into gold. I, I'm not, you're not going to freak me out on that. But where you're going to freak me out is how do you buy it? If you buy it as ticker symbol GLD, and again, I don't own any gold. I'll never own any gold. It's not my thing. For me, the time to own gold was when the Queen of England, and not the one you're thinking about who was just buried, but the Queen of England would say Chris Columbus or the Queen of Spain or the Queen of Portugal. Hey, explore, go go mine these colonies and go get gold and spices for us. And you know, if you kill other uh, inhabitants with polio and smallpox, and that's okay. We just need the gold. The queen wants gold. Back in those days where we had ships made of wood and sails and not motors, no motors, right? That's when gold to me was interesting. And now you're saying, man, you're harsh, Rob. I haven't liked gold since then. And again, in the 1970s, did it rock up when inflation rocked up? It did. It was scary to see the price of gold at 20,000. Like, whoa. And maybe that's what Bitcoin is. Maybe, you know, gold is kind of an asset, but you don't really spend it. Bitcoin is kind of an asset, but you don't really spend it. Bitcoin went from 3,000, much lower than that, all the way to 60,000, back down to 20,000. Where's it going to go now? Sounds a little bit like gold in the 70s. Again, all that glitters is gold now. Gold loses its shine as the strong dollar weighs in. It's supposed to be stronger than it is. Um, with inflation and when with political uncertainty, because when Biden says things like Putin, don't do nukes, I'm getting the feeling the CIA is telling Biden, hey, Russia might do you do nukes kind of thing. And I'm like, great. I'm not gonna be going on like honeymoon in Ukraine anytime soon. Well, I guess I wanted anyway. And I know you're saying, aren't you already married? Yes, but every five years I get a new wife and I do a new, no, I don't do that. That's how you piss off your wife. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Any of you want to talk about, we can talk about. Elon Musk was in the news for two reasons over the weekend. One, because he's now getting sued in a big lawsuit that's seeking um, momentum for fraud of Tesla's autopilot. So drivers are suing the electric car maker, Tesla, accusing the company of deceiving consumers about the abilities and charging a lot of money. It is, they're getting enough people to create a class action lawsuit. I would imagine that'll expand to multiple states. Um, one client said he paid $5,000 for the autopilot upgrade. He seeks damages and a jury trial. It claims Tesla and its CEO, Elon Musk, broke several warranty, false advertising, negligence, fraud, and deceit laws. Now, again, here's there's a lot going on here, right? Um, I believe anytime there's a class action lawsuit that, yeah, you can join it. But the lawyers are going to get 85% of the money and the fees are going to be another 12%. And you may be wrestling with another million people over 3% of winnings which may come out to $143. I could be wrong. I've never seen a class action lawsuit really work for people. If you've been injured on the job, 
if you've got spiny bifida, if you have spiny corleone eyeballitis that you got while serving at Camp Lejeune, if you drink water in the 1970s out of a hose, like those don't tend to get anywhere for the people who sign on. So Tesla employees uh, have made videos that would later reveal the car in the video had significant assistance from commercial mapping software companies. So like they've put out YouTube videos saying like, look how great our automated driving software is. And it's cheating. Uh Uh-oh. And then you're getting people for something that says, you know, fully self-driving automated. And it's not. Okay, so Elon Musk is in the news for that, but he's also in the news for his Starlink internet. It's now active on all seven continents, and airlines and cruise ships are dying. They're they're falling over each other to get Starlink in their airplanes as well as their boats. Um, he's a man of two tails, is he not? He's not a, a easy person to figure. Elon Musk. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Irreverent, over the top, and smart as a whip. This is the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Let's talk Wall Street investing and much, much more. I know many of you like this part of the show where I stop talking strategy. I talk, start talking headline news. Let's talk about year to date. The Nasdaq's down 26.8%. That's a pretty rough year. It's also going to be my best year of investing as far as results in two, three years from now because I'm buying low. S&P 500 down 18.7%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down 15%. The 10-year Treasury sits at 3.4%. Things like your mortgage and your credit card are about to get more and more expensive as the Fed continues to raise interest rates. This is a week where we do get some Fed talk worthy of note. After last week's CPI number uh, really killed the idea that we've hit peak and we're going down fast, we're not going to lose inflation as fast as we gained it. And this time next year, I think we're going to like where we are with inflationary numbers, but we're taking, you know, we're, we're looking at our wounds at this point in time. No other company is looking at their wounds harder than Meta. Um, when Mark Zuckerberg started this, let's invest billions of dollars into the internet. Let's do this. Um, and he shows little videos of himself where he's kind of created this, this world, right? This online world where, um, in the metaverse, he's kind of making himself the lead avatar, which is kind of, well, I digress. Queen Elizabeth II funeral. It, this is the day if you want to steal from the the world's equivalent of their country's White House, that everyone who is a government leader seems to be out of the country, hanging out with the Queen's dead body, taking pictures with Bernie, so to speak. Leaders of almost 200 countries and territories including roughly 90 presidents and prime ministers have flown in to attend. Her career was amazing. Japan's emperor, other heads of states, um, all arriving to the funeral on buses. Biden is one of the few that is allowed to use his security detail and his helicopters because he's from America. Gosh, dang it. And we're more important than those Japanese emperors and such, right? That's kind of the mentality we take of the world. Um, So there is a funeral going on today, but there's also a hurricane going on today that's uh, shaking up um, the country because we haven't had a lot of of hurricanes this year. Hurricane Fiona uh, swept a bridgeway in Puerto Rico. It's a reminder that I think there's financial hurricanes, but I think there's also real hurricanes and real hurricanes are telling us um, that's what happens this time of year. You know, August is hurricane month. No doubt about it. 
September is hurricane month. Well, that didn't used to be the case. It was August, right? But aren't you exactly? So you're picking up what I'm putting down. Catastrophes can happen anytime. Be ready for them. I'm not worried by a down market. That's not a catastrophe. I'm not going to lose my house. I'm not going to lose my children. I'm not going to lose my spouse. Um, it's not going to happen. So big security challenge, keeping the queen's funeral running smoothly today. I just always, for some reason, I've started to think about worst case scenarios, right? All of Puerto Rico's power went out. Hurricane Fiona made landfall. Uh, Putin has been rebuked, which is really fascinating. He went to this big, let's hang out with China and the Ukraine and talk about that. And uh, China and India, who are friends of Russia, have India has gone out and said, you should not be at war, sir. It was like one of those, um, that's awkward. That's awkward to be Putin right now. Um, but it's out there. President Biden said the pandemic is over during an interview on 60 Minutes while acknowledging we still have a problem with COVID. Probably a good way to cover your hiney um, instead of the way Trump tried to do it. Oh, we'll, we'll only have one, two, three cases. It'll be over in a week. If you want to say it's over and it's like the common cold, but, but throw in an asterisk. We could still have some problems with that common cold. Las Vegas Aces won their first WNBA championship in franchise history. I kind of like a sports team being in Las Vegas. I don't know why I like it. I just kind of like it. Wegmans, the Northeastern grocery store chain, said it was ending its self-checkout app because it led to too many losses. <laughs> don't you always wonder when people, can you trust them? Wegmans is saying, nope. I don't think that's too much of a surprise, especially when high inflation times where people are like, well, steak's a steak, and I think hamburger's the same as prime rib, so I'm just going to charge myself prime for a hamburger. Oh, honey, you did prime rib instead of hamburger. I'm a yeah, I don't think you trust people checking themselves out. I don't know. I don't think I would. I have would I be completely honest? I don't know. Twenty year old Rob versus fifty year old Rob, big difference. Um, stock market is beset with the same issues of problems last week, this week. I.e., interest rates are going up, and we're going to get Fed speak this week talking about that CPI number. And if they don't say the bazooka is loaded, we're doing 75 to 100 basis points this time and 75 basis points the next time, I think Wall Street would be disappointed. Maybe in a good way, it could cause a rally, but I think we really, which one do you want? Do you want to beat inflation or do you want to kind of tame it and let it stick around? The Fed says they want to beat it. They want to kill it. They want to squash it. They want it gone. Pressure is extended to stocks today and risk assets. Bitcoin trading under 20,000 again as the markets plumb for a bottom or a retesting of lows. Watch the riskiest asset of all. And I can say, let's, let's say real quick, Dow less risky than the S&P 500, S&P 500 less risky than the NASDAQ. But if you want returns, you go NASDAQ, S&P 500, Dow in that order. And then you get into a little bit, just a little bit of extra risk with Bitcoin compared to the NASDAQ, and yet it's exponentially bigger if you take a look at how much it's fallen this year versus the NASDAQ and NASDAQ's risk versus the Dow. You can see it's the Dow has been a safer place to be. 10-year treasury sits at 3.49% today, almost 3.5%. More earnings disaster like FedEx. Will more earnings disaster like FedEx rock the market in the future? 
we need earnings to come down. And I would say there's probably about 40 companies like a FedEx that we need to come down. Particularly FedEx is interesting because they are a a, uh, transportation company. And we consume things that are manufactured by transporting it to us first. Stocks tend to look six months in advance and FedEx is telling us like six months doesn't look great. We don't even know what the next three months looks like. They're pulling guidance. That's how bad it is out there. Are you feeling it yet? Don't know. They're feeling it and they're kind of a leading indicator. FedEx, UPS, Amazon. FedEx really took it hard on Friday. So part of my weekend was to take a look, is it worth buying? And ultimately what I come down to is the Warren Buffett thing where you could only invest so much. Pretend you have a punch card of 20. Does FedEx make the punch card? For me, it does not. I can understand why it might for you. So last week we got discouraging inflation data, which kind of is a nightmare because it's pushing the Fed to be more aggressive. And the more aggressive the Fed pushes interest rates up, the more likely we're going to get into a recession. And that's okay. It's not going to kill us. It'll be okay if that happens. Um, elsewhere out there, you can find me on uh, find me online, Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. I'll take a break here. I'll re- regroup. Adobe's putting a lot of money into a private venture company. I like Adobe, but I don't like aggressive financial moves like that. I have to digest that one. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 